Hello, welcome to episode 4 of Wouldn't It Be Mice? So last episode, I asked this question. Are you a runner like me? Are you tired of the endless motion of just putting one foot in front of the other? Well, friends, wouldn't it be nice to experience rest and freedom? Let me share to you Walk through, walk through, walk through, walk, walk through. I have trouble speaking the TH sound if it's in the middle of the word. But I have no problem if it's in the beginning or the end of the word. For example, I can say theater, I can say through, I can say worth, I can say truth. But I can't say birthday. <laughs> Birth. I can say birth, but not birthday. <laughs> okay, let me share to you walkthrough. So, ooh, walkthrough. Okay, walkthrough. <laughs> okay, walkthrough is an interactive journey through the 12 stations of the cross. In walkthrough, we immerse ourselves in the life, suffering, and death of our Lord Jesus Christ. Through the word, meaningful reflections, and interactive activities. So just a little background, Bradford Church has been doing walkthrough since, I think, f- five to six years ago. But this year would be a little different because it will be online. For the next part of the pod, I'll allow me to share to you some of my favorite reflections from the past walkthrough so just like um what do you call this um it's like a teaser not really a teaser but just like a taste of what to expect what to expect on a walkthrough so i will be reading three the first two is written in the point of view of peter yung una is when he denied jesus the second one is about his redemption Peter's character development is super close to my heart. So I will be reading to you the passage first and then the reflection. Luke 22 verses 54 to 61. It says, Then they seized him and led him away, bringing him into the high priest's house. And Peter was following at a distance. And when they had kindled the fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat down among them. Then a servant girl, seeing him as he sat in the light and looking closely at him, said, This man was also with him, but he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. And a little later, someone else saw him and said, You also are one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. And after an interval of about an hour, still another insisted, saying, Certainly this man was also with him, for he too is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. And immediately, while he was still speaking, the rooster crossed, and Peter remembered the saying of the Lord, how he said to him, Before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. Reflection He was looking at me when I denied him. We both knew what it meant.
the crackling of the fire, my lies, the crowd, the crowing of the rooster. We both knew what that sounded like. It sounded like betrayal. I met him by the sea. I left everything familiar to follow him. I saw his power and authority. Blind people regained their sight at the touch of his hand. Dead people lived again when he said they would. He carried words of eternal life. He gave me a new name and told me I would be as solid as a rock. But for fear, I threw all that away. My years out at sea did not prepare me for this kind of calm after the storm. When he was led away and the crowds went home, I sat there under the weight of my words and empty promises. The waves swelled up inside me, and I drowned. This next one is still written in the perspective of Peter. Uh, this is after the resurrection, when Peter, along with the other disciples, went back to the only thing they knew before they met Jesus, which was fishing. John 21, 7-14 It says, That disciple whom Jesus loved therefore said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put out his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, and threw himself into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, but about a hundred yards off. When they got out of the land, they saw a charcoal fire in place, with fish laid out on it, and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore, full of large fish, 153 of them. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now, none of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and so with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. Reflection I ran to the empty tomb. He was not there. They've been saying he's alive. I don't know what that meant, but I knew it was not an invitation for a traitor like me to come back. Instead, I went back to the sea. That morning, I saw a fire on the shore. My friend says it's him. I throw myself overboard, let go of my guilt and remorse, and swim as fast as I can. It's really him, and oh, it's a beautiful scene. The crackling of the fire, the slapping of the waves on the shore, the breaking of the bread, and his voice. You know what all that sounded like? It sounded like forgiveness. No one is too far gone, too broken, too messed up to be disqualified at his table. Sinners have dined here before. Sinners like me. Here we found life. He's inviting you to come. And when you hear his voice, drop everything, run. So that one is for all the runners out there. Runners who, like me, has once run on empty gas. 
It's never too late to run the other way. This next one is one of my favorite reflections on brokenness and healing. Every time I read it, I am reminded that brokenness is not the end of things. So this is written in the perspective of Mary Magdalene. Luke 24, 5-6 Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Reflection Why me, I wonder? I'm the one with the mess, the one plagued by demons, the one with a smashed up heart. Nobody ever looked at me and thought redemption was possible. Nobody except him. I don't understand it. Maybe I never will. Maybe I never have to. Because all that is left is gratitude, the non-stop thank you, and hope. The hope that I can be more than my brokenness, because I mean something to someone. Perhaps that's what happens when love finds you. At the heart of the cross is this. God believes in you. Even when you doubt that he exists, or when you don't believe in yourself. God has always believed in you, so much that he thought you were worth the cross. Friends, this Holy Week, I invite you to join us at Walkthrough. The stations will be open beginning today up until the Resurrection Sunday, April 12. So it is best done alone. So just choose a day that you are comfortable with. So being in quarantine, we have time and space in our hands and and as we enter the Holy Week, I encourage you to set aside the time to remember and reflect on Jesus' way of the cross and make space, make space for His working in your life. So thank you for listening and I again invite you to walk through. Wouldn't it be nice if you could join us? So you could just visit www www okay three w dot b u c c i walkthrough dot org so i will leave the link on the description and have a blessed week ahead <music>